I had a, a, a f- I guess a friend of a friend lose their password and seed phrases oh, for their shit. fucking for their blockchain.com thing or whatever. I guess he bought he had a Bitcoin. He found out he had a Bitcoin a while ago and he one whole Bitcoin, an entire whole Bitcoin he bought probably for like a hundred bucks or something. Oh, and man. he sw- he switched it over to his to his new phone. He had his old phone for years mm-hmm. and. He was like, "Oh, cool!" He bought another Bitcoin for like eight thousand bucks, and then, and then pretty much he tried he he tried to log in with facial recognition, and nope. Oh and shit! He's like, "Fuck!" Now he's freaking the fuck out, and then he like he tried to see if there's a number to call for a blockchain.com, and nope, there isn't. Wait a second! Please tell me you got it back. I don't know. We don't. I don't know yet. I just got off the phone with him. That's why I, uh... like, uh, I, I with the friend. He's telling him he's like a, he's a big gambling guy. Um, he ma- he's a really good gambler. He makes a lot of money, man. Okay. <laughs> like, is it poker? Uh, no. Well, it used to be poker. There, all these guys are from poker. They all play poker stars. But mm-hmm. they, um, he 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 learned about it from playing poker. Um, mm-hmm. My my friend's friend, my buddy. He he just he just played poker. He never got into the Bitcoin side of it. But there's a lot of OGers in mm. Bitcoin from poker from playing. I poker. think so too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where it all started from, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So well, the, two, the the late. 2000 so mid 2010 to 11 guys mm-hmm. were mostly poker guys and gamblers yep the the 2009 <laughs> guys in the early 2010 guys were all techies or all like oh. are all these uh liber- libertarian guys interesting it's an interesting mix yeah i guess the gambling side of things shows when you yeah watch these, i mean uh, bitcoin swings yeah so here let me just start the podcast and we're uh ready to go uh sure man Hey, this is Litecoin Moses with Dollar Cost Crypto. I'm here with, go ahead, man. Maddie, <laughs> Maddie from Maddie. DCLblogger.com. What does DCL Blogger mean, actually? Um, basically, it was supposed to be Decentraland Blogger. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah, I started my flipping career with Decentraland, but then I kind of op- left it a bit open ended, so I could, it could kind of get away with decentralized Blogger, just in case, you know. Yeah, if it, it, started it to expand, pan, if it didn't pan out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you chose a great game, man. I, I, this is the only game I found that has had the long-term support mm-hmm. to stay around. I mean, like anything, all the other games I saw were just some little like copy and paste, kind of like bullshit black label games. You just like, okay, let's just port this over on some yeah, little, yeah. yeah, yeah. And hey, it works. I mean, if you, I mean, if you imagine if you you were able to get Flappy Bird or something <laughs> like early 2010 or something on fucking yeah. on Bitcoin, that game, you know, it would have been huge. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm really, I really like how this venture land's going, and then I just, I think it's gonna be a huge industry when skins get. I mean, you can imagine if Gucci, like you, you would sell Gucci flip flops on fucking on an avatar for like yeah. three for three or four dollars of mana, and then later on, if the game ends up being successful, I mean, that could, you know, that three dollars could be worth, you know, you know, three four hundred, you know. Yeah, it could be anything, man. Like the, I, I kind of got into Decentraland uh two years ago now and mm-hmm. like you said it's been the most stable uh revenue wise right because i there was so much hype around different projects and games and i didn't really want to get involved in the whole ico thing again as we know in 2017 you know so many people were throwing money at everything um it all yeah, sounded like people, a good idea right yeah it, it was insane Matt, john mcafee fucking blasting oh, every yeah, fucking I day <laughs> i know <laughs> I but literally... almost invested into something. He, he, I'm so glad I didn't go through with it. It just looks so – the website looks so scammy. I was like, oh, oh man. Shit. I can't believe people yeah, still following. 
Yeah. It's just because that's what happens when you have a little bit of like you've done something in your life. You can just keep, I mean, it's horrible, but you can keep scamming people because he's Bad. just a mass. He's a master, man. He's just mm. a master at marketing. It's insane. Yeah. <sighs> it's crazy, man. But um, yeah, so when I got into Decentraland, it wasn't because I wanted to just put my money somewhere and invest it. <clears throat> it was kind of off the back of my portfolio taking a nosedive in 2018, January. Got it. Um, and I was looking Trying for... to recover a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually invested in early 2017, so I was all right. Um, for me, it was mostly a gain, but seeing how everything kind of followed the same pattern, I was like, oh, wait a second, I need to diversify into different assets. And that's where I found Decentraland. I was like, oh, well, digital land is a different asset. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's a big sense. I mean, um, yeah, like I, I sort of like I, I, I found out more about it when I started learning about the, the token wax. Oh, yeah. You heard about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So with, the whole thing with, with wax was like you can trade items in between items or between games. And I was like, fuck you. That's such a great idea because it's that's one of the big things missing in video games is like you would spend all this fucking time mm. amassing these items and then they're just worthless. Yeah. Useless. Yep. Nothing. Much. And then, yeah. And then they, they just have to be sort of stuff where like maybe, maybe people, maybe councils would vote or something to see, or, <laughs> the, or the game developers would have to like vote. Like this was pretty hard to get. We should have, this should be a little bit higher tier on the new, in this new game or something. Mm. But yeah. There's a, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to, the deep dive in there a lot of the game studios probably have to like get together or something and sit down on stuff yeah i mean it's interesting to see that people still spend so much money even though that what they were getting in return was just gameplay like having extra gameplay having extra skins like they didn't really care about having to sell that after and get their money back so it's just a, yeah. i guess it's a different it's a weird thing because for me I'm, I'm a money guy right i like to put my money in places and, and i definitely want it back <laughs> in fact like i, I yeah. want to return right so it doesn't make sense for yeah. me but i know a lot of people just i mean gaming is such a big industry people spend so much money on just skins or whatever and um a hundred a hundred dollars for a 19 year old dude is nothing they blow they'll yeah. blow it in a minute man yeah especially like, in this I, generation I, I got, um yeah i mean yeah i got a lot of brothers that like just spend all kinds of money on shit yeah right now, especially when like it's normal to spend hundreds of dollars on games now yeah, I mean it's pretty easy because they've made they've made it into a casino. They've made it into a casino essentially. Mm -hmm. um, it's how can I say this? Like like loop whatever the hell loop boxes is. Essentially, it's just yep. it's just it's just a, a, it's a gamble. It's just basically a it's a slot. It's a slot machine. Yep, yep. Essentially, yeah. And it's getting kids addicted to it. I mean, mm -hmm. they've they've they passed laws all over the world already in the EU and in um, I, th I think in Australia too, where they're trying to limit it or at least you have to give a certain amount of value yeah per per, uh, per per box or something mm -hmm. here in the united states it's fucking free for all man go fuck, fuck no really <laughs> oh, shit. but yeah I, I did hear something about that and i do think they did some sort of regulations to somewhat limit it you know bring your money somewhere yeah. and getting nothing back well um, there's there's story i mean there's tons of stories of uh of people you know of, of like parents finding out that kids spend a thousand dollars on games or in clash of clans or something like that mm -hmm. i mean that's why that's why i'm i'm invested in mana myself personally like I, i've known about mana for about um let's say mid 2017 oh whoa that's like ICO yeah, days. I, yeah i knew about it about that i just didn't get into it because i was it was like mm. i was in the whole thing of like get bitcoin first yeah i was i was i was listening to charlie lee and mm -hmm. like i, was, I can I was tell by the name like, i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah by the name of the Litecoin community i support Litecoin a lot yeah it's probably it's probably in terms of just like friendliness 
probably the best community on a major coin. Mm-hmm. That the where the other coin, like since Litecoin was the first altcoin that actually worked. Yeah. It 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 its community is it's they never really had to like compete for their spot too much. Mm. Where some of the other coins that came up like um Ethereum, well Ethereum now has become it's a second coin, but I'm saying like other coins like XRP communities, fucking Link. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they there's so much hatred to each other because they've mm-hmm. had to fucking compete like fucking animals. Yeah. Try to get up there. The, the Tron heads, the fucking you know, Cardano is pretty chill. They, they just get kind of <laughs> pissy that people are just like, we're taking our time, but hey, we're we're chugging along. Like oh, Cardano is a real. It's going to be a huge coin. I Have mean, they released right anything, now, you, or is it still in development? Oh. It's they've released a lot of stuff. Oh really? Um, oh, a lot. People ain't paying attention. I mean, I'm buying up mana. The two coins I'm buying up right now in terms of my alts are mana, um, Ethereum Classic, and um, Ooh, etc. And yeah, et. I made a grip on that dude. Really? Woo, that was. Oh yeah, man. I sold. I sold a bunch of <laughs> this, this. You know, like uh, I sold a bunch of Doge. Oh yeah. Just lying around. Bought into ETC around like three dollars, like three forty, three fifty, and um, four dollars around that because it was. I kept buying every week and it just kept going up. Oh, nice! And caught it all the way at twelve. Sold at like eleven. I sold at eleven ninety five. Crashed back down to about like eight fifty. Bought again. Sold again right now at twelve. And I'm just <laughs> waiting to see which which direction it goes again. <laughs> oh, I'm hoping. It, I'm hoping, dude. I, I the the reason I got into ETC is because. Um, th- so what? So you know what's going on with Ether 2.0, right? Yeah, yeah, they're releasing like a whole new uh, yeah, suite so, of updates. Yeah, yeah the suite of updates. So well, they're they're going to add a difficulty bomb eventually, mm-hmm. where basically you're not going to be able to mine Ethereum anymore. Oh right. So all so all the miners that are on Ethereum are going to jump ship. The ones that will will jump ship because they have the machines are going to go into Ethereum Classic. So they're they're trying to pump up Ethereum Classic right now, so the price gets higher, so it's worth mining, so so they can keep mining and then use the Ethereum they have to um, stake their Ethereum, so they can keep making money. So they're, they're just the first. They're, they're basically like, okay, this business doesn't work over here mm-hmm. on this plot of land. We'll just move it to this other chain, still make some mon- some money on it, and then uh, keep our theory, our larger Ethereum that we have right now, and stake it and make even more money. That's crazy, man. There's just so much so, to so- keep up on. It's yeah, yeah, but I but Mike Novogratz and all these stuff. If you you see uh, Grayscale uh, Investments and all these other and these big investment firms, they all have ETC. It, oh it, yeah. Just the other day, they just announced. I think I think it was Digital uh, Digital Asset Group just announced that like they, they're going to back Ethereum Classic for development, all their costs for the next two years. Whoa. So that fucking that project's not going nowhere. That's why mm. the price is going up too. The other bonus of it is it's got a cap supply. You know mm-hmm. how much there is. So it's mm-hmm. got the same thing, the same effect. I saw the same thing with the Litecoin, Bitcoin effect, which is you, ha- you know how much supply you have. You know how much is coming online. So you're able to, you're able to there's scarcity on it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the same thing I liked about Mana, where like for now there's only a billion. Mm-hmm. But eventually once you get enough players, then they'll be like, okay, we're going to add another quarter or something. So I think I hopefully, the, I don't know how they're going to manage the whole Mana situation it's probably going to be a release of mana along with land i'm guessing yeah at least another world because I, I i wasn't i sort of so i so during that whole point i knew about mana because i was like i was looking because i you know i had been a gamer for a long time so uh, i played a lot of like world of warcraft when i was younger mm-hmm. and um so i i understood like if there's a game and if i'm able to invest into a game that pops off we're going to make more money than anything Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. th- this this game will easily i mean this thing ends up being when it opens on uh february 20th right yep 
It's got a $37 million uh, market cap or $38 million market mm-hmm. cap. It could easily go to a billion. Easy. Easy it as could, hell. It I mean, could. Uh, I, the, the reason why I invested in Mana is, one, mm-hmm. because I actually didn't want to invest in Mana at all. I wanted to just buy digital land. But then as I started trading that land, I realized that there's a lot of... Work. These guys have the ability to make some serious partnerships. Yeah. Like they're being on some big, big names like HTC or... Um, you know, they were getting onto Binance and I was like, wait a second, this marketing, marketing team is pretty big. So whatever they're trying to achieve, they could actually pull it off. Um, you know, having yeah. an in-game currency and having some big projects involved. So that's why now it's becoming more of a long-term hold than just a simple flip that I got into before. But um, you're right, man. Like if it pops off, I definitely think it can become like a $500 million, $1 billion market cap coin. It's just a matter of what the hell Bitcoin does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just guess. So I'm, I'm, this is just a guesstimate, you know, you know, this is not financial advice, but I personally think when it launches, it'll probably do a, anywhere from a two to five X to a hundred to a, the market cap of a hundred million off of hype. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see what happens after that. But if we go full hype cycle, mm-hmm. it, this is not impossible for this to even go to a billion because it's the only game that people are, are actually able to, where normal people will be able to play. And, and it's got the whole crypto side, the land side. And the one thing I really appreciate, I, I was seeing a lot of your videos recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. You know the whole club you went to with the galleries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's going to be tons of people that are just going to be like, yep. you, you become an art. I was thinking about that the other day, all day. Like, literally, I was working and thinking about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I've, watched your, I've watched a lot of your videos, dude. Like, oh, one, cool, one man. I, I got, I, I, one of the reasons I got in contact with you, because I was like, I need, a, I need to get an interview with this guy before he blows the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, man. You, you you are putting you're putting in so much work. I recommend your videos to everybody ah, thanks, when brother. it comes to mana. I, I linked your videos so much. Like that, <laughs> that the one the one that got me was the the how to invest in land, decentral mm-hmm. land and stuff and everything. And I, I dude, I just ate it up, dude. I watched so many videos. <laughs> yeah, I used to put out put out quite a lot of content with decentral land, but now there's just so many NFT games to follow. Uh, I don't know what the hell to do, right? I, I just don't know where to focus my energy on. Um, Decentraland looks great. It's very promising. But there's some other games or projects that are coming up with pretty decent volume as well. Um, I liked I liked how you did it recently where you did the Decentraland first. Yeah. And then you went Gods Unchained. And then what you should do is maybe um, this is up to you. This is your show, depending on because I don't know. I don't know your time schedule. Advice, yeah. Yeah, you did the because all right. Obviously, this if Decentraland's coming out first, you're gonna get a lot of mm-hmm. your most of your views on Decentraland. Mm-hmm. But it That's would true. be nice to add those extra. So Gods Unchained, cool. The next ones, you just kind of you probably go off of volume, I guess. And then mm-hmm. what you could do is maybe maybe just go on those websites, see what's popping off, and then yep. start talking about those because people you are literally the. I've checked online. There's about five guys I think that are let that survive this fucking winter on YouTube. <laughs> there's five guys I'm talking all right. So there's crypto's YouTubers. There's barely any left now. I mean mm-hmm. there, there's barely any YouTubers left. Fucking uh digital dash I mean uh, digital dash Jesus <laughs> what's his name? Uh, uh Mark, whatever Do you remember um, that guy Wolf of Crypto? Yeah I remember Wolf of Crypto yeah on Twitter yeah I I I I've I've heard of him but I just I haven't talked to him. Dude, I never talked to him either, man. But I remember he had like a pretty decent following on Twitter, like 70,000 followers or something. Yeah. And he was like just a guy who was tweeting stuff about crypto coins and, you know, back in the 2017, 2018 days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he did this thing where he was like, oh, if, if Link doesn't go to $2 or $1 by, the, by this date, I'm going to delete my Twitter. And he actually followed through with it. And Link oh, now shit. is like three bucks. <laughs> hey, maybe that's why he came back. Uh, he didn't come back. No. 
No, he just left? Yeah, I mean, like, he doesn't have a Twitter anymore. Wow. So I think he fully permanently deleted his Twitter. It was just kind of weird to me. Man of man of honor. A oh, man of honor, man. Shit, <laughs> dude. Not McAfee not eating his dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see that anymore, man. No, I'm I don't he does not see that. follow through with that. But um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, so all these YouTubers, right? I mean, right now we're, we're whittled down. It's really hard right now to get subscribers or followers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a different page before. Mm-hmm. And I had more followers, but I um, how would I do it? I, I just didn't want to link up personal people I knew. Yeah, yeah, with with, with 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 that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I uh, started this page and shit. Like when I started uh, the whole crypto side, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean it's 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 when you know right now we're I'm starting I'm starting to see even with I, with the little subscribers I do have I'm starting to see uh, an explosion even on my podcast numbers. I mean I've uh, like in the past like three weeks I've seen like a five x on my Whoa. listenership. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's stuff starting to kind of explode right now because I'm 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 really into like I'm like I I don't have the the reason I call this dollar cost crypto is because I'm not into the this whole thing of the maximalist mm-hmm. Bitcoin. Like, it's just bit just no. I believe deeply in Bitcoin. Yeah, I believe deeply in Litecoin. Mm-hmm. But we're 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 a small little thing mm-hmm. fighting with each other mm-hmm. over who's going to be called the king of this thing. When it hasn't even fucking taken over anything yet. Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. And and then right now we're in the subsect of of those guys underneath the shit coins underneath, and then we're at the bottom right now with the gains. Yeah. Because nothing's bubbled up yet. Yeah. And there's huge gains right now to be made. I mean, like the land thing you were talking about was crazy. Like I love that shit. Like, like I think this is one of the reasons this game, um, the 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 mana stayed so stable. I mean, roughly everything dropped, but it's it never took a really bad dump. Yeah, you're I mean, right about it that. Stayed, yeah, it saved I mean, me a lot in 2018. All of 2018, it was like pretty much trending at about 10 cents, while everything else, yeah, got pretty wrecked. What, what, do you know? Do you know why it went down? To is it was was there another land sale? Because that's when I stopped. I stopped. I stopped uh, watching it. I land or mana? I kept uh, oh mana. I stopped watching the whole man. I never got into land. I'm only in mana right now. Mana just because went down I just along with everything else. As as soon as Bitcoin started to show some upward momentum. God. Yeah, 2018 pretty much bitcoin went from what 12k to 4000 and then start of this uh, start of 2019 it went from 4000 to you know 8000 12000 yeah. and ever since bitcoin's been going up i think right now under the crypto umbrella it's just a fight for attention and yeah. the same money moving around within that whole crypto umbrella so whether whatever yeah. that attention is at the time whether it be bitcoin nfts um, obviously, Bitcoin is going to have the majority share, but as soon as Bitcoin starts to show mo- some momentum, everything slows down in those other places. Um, it's kind of like all eyes on BTC. Like, you know, is it going to f- yeah. up to 15, 20K? Are people going to FOMO in? And I, I, I pers- like, yeah, 2019, we've seen a, a lot of a, a dip, a big drop in a lot of altcoins, and Manoa sadly is going that way too. I, th- I think we're going to hit 20K at the, at the happening. I think I'm not sure whether to believe it's already priced in or whether we're it's actually not. Gonna hit something. It's abs- absolutely not priced in. I mean, this is my, this is me personally. It's what I believe. Mm-hmm. But I followed, I followed the Litecoin happening very mm-hmm. carefully, and mm-hmm. I watched Litecoin go from twenty two dollars to one hundred and forty dollars. Twenty two. That was forty dollars. Yeah. Twenty two dollars. Catalyst. Um, yeah. It's so. It, well, it's it's because like, all right. It's basically like that's all you're talking about because like everyone's posting like the one day closer, man. One day closer. Uh, Ooh, just wait. <laughs> just just wait until we we're like a hundred days away or less. We're like mm. ninety days, eighty days. You're gonna start seeing everybody. Ninety days. It's 
it's it, what ends up happening is that the algorithms start picking up that like more Bitcoin activity because more people are talking about Bitcoin, it trends better. And then mm-hmm. pe- random people that never what's Bitcoin, what's going on, boom, 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 and then it starts getting more money in this, mm-hmm. and then it's just more hype, and then like and then you you start believing your own fucking cooking, yeah, and then you like fuck it, here's an extra hundred dollars and more Bitcoin, let's let's keep going, boom, 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 and then it just it'll it will launch up. I mean. Almost one hundred percent. I I think it's gonna take a dump afterwards. I think it's gonna hit twenty uh, yeah, k for sure. For sure. It, it's gonna hit twenty, twenty one, twenty two thousand, mm-hmm. and people. And what's gonna happen is some smart people. I I might do this myself personally. I might sell a Bitcoin's worth. Mm-hmm. You know, anything if, anything is possible, man. Like these things. Yeah, it, yeah. Freaking hell! Anything happens. Like even I kind of see this as similar to those Binance burning events. Mm-hmm. Like nothing really changes. You know, Not really, no. Finance just just, changed, a, just puts the whatever BNB it had, it sends it to like a, a wallet that can't be retrieved. That's the only thing that changes. But I, I think people don't know exactly what it means to like, you know, this halfening or what kind of effect it actually has immediately. Um, it's more of a long-term thing, right? We're going to see the yeah. results of the Bitcoin halvening. Well, there is a short, there is one short-term thing with, the, with Bitcoin is that it, it takes away half the selling pressure. So you, so it might be. So That's what's going to happen is, is what's going to happen. Even with Litecoin, so Litecoin, when when the halfening hype started, it it pretty much was at thirty dollars. Twenty two, twenty two was the over exaggerated sell off. So it it I remember I I bought so whatever I bought back then. I mean that that did me. I mean I'm sitting pretty in Litecoin, but mm-hmm. um, but um, the hype started around thirty four dollars, and it just kept slowly, it just kept ramping up. And then when we got about a month from it it's just started smashing and especially Damn. the last the last week i like it was insane dude i, I was like i was like you, you would just look at your your accounts and you'd be like up like insane percentages dude i mean it's i was like what the fuck i mean that's why i know what's going to happen like everyone says this shit's priced in it's not priced in absolutely wait when not. was this this was in 2017 is this when the Didn't, no no like this was last year event? last year in, in august uh last 20, year, 20 2019 august all uh, right. Yep. I'm just looking yeah. at the graph right now. Yeah, it, it hit a uh, 140. It hit higher on some other exchanges, but like roughly 140 was like kind of the high on mm-hmm. uh, Litecoin. But if you saw look look back in February, March, the price is oh, Litecoin's still doing some decent volume. No, Litecoin does a lot of volume. People actually use this coin. Um, it's just people just kind of shit. It's the only coin people like. It's it sponsors UFC events, Bellator events, it's, mm-hmm. it, uh, Miami Dolphins. I mean, dude, it, it's they're doing a lot of shit. It's just people like to shit on it. I mean, like I like what I tell people about Litecoin. Litecoin is just Bitcoin with a with a fucking um, a two x multiplier on it or something. So like mm-hmm. it always as a so as a market cap, it's going to be smaller than Bitcoin. But when Bitcoin's doing really well, Litecoin pumps harder because it's it's a it's a law of big numbers. It, mm-hmm. Because the smaller market cap, what ends up happening is that Bitcoin yeah, yeah, yeah. pumps up. People who own Litecoin own a lot of Bitcoin. And what do they do? Oh, fuck, I made all these gains. Fuck it. I'll sell some of it, buy into Litecoin. And what happens mm-hmm. to Litecoin? It launches up at a higher percentage because it needs less cash to move it. Like mm-hmm. we had this huge, there's this huge gain in Bitcoin where it went from 8,000 to 12,000 because yep. some guy market bought $100 million of Bitcoin. Jesus. Yeah, that's what happened. $100 million. When was market this? Lo- uh last last year i think right right before the the there was this whole thing where like so they were um 
this company was buying about a hundred million dollars of um of bitcoin right and then after that um this is when bitcoin hit like 14k that wasn't that so that that would that's kind of what got us over the ten thousand uh, mm-hmm. the ten thousand hump but there's also this whole backdrop of there was a scam going on called the the one the the one token or the the I think it was a Ponzi called like the one token. Yeah, yeah. In in China, they one basically coin. the one coin. They basically bought about like one to like three percent of all Bitcoin. So they're the ones they're the ones that bought the bottom. So this Chinese Ponzi started going on, and and they they were just storing all the money in Bitcoin. So they started buying at three thousand dollars. That's what stopped the Bitcoin from going even lower. Like it could have gone to fifteen hundred, and what it what ended up happening is, you know how we hit the fourteen thousand dollar top. The fourteen thousand dollar top happened when, when these guys got arrested on the same day. No shit. Yeah, that's what happened, and what they ended up paying off a bunch of people in China, and they ended up keep these guys ended up getting a lot of them got scot free, and they ended up keeping about one percent of Bitcoin. They have as much coins as Satoshi. Damn. Yeah, it's it, and this is what's going. This the thing. This is the whole thing. Like, um, I learned this from Richard Hart because I'm also in. You, you ever heard of that coin Hex? I am hearing more about it recently. Yeah, I'm very deeply invested in that. <laughs> I know a lot of people yeah. shitting. Up. Yeah, people shit. It's just because they don't like Richard because he just shit talks everybody, and then he's got facts to back him, and they just don't like that shit because like these. I mean, h- half of everyone here is a fucking nerd. A skinny little fucking nerd <laughs> that can, that like in real life wouldn't be able to fucking say shit to anybody. I mean, th- I mean, this is a fucking, this is a fact. I mean, I mean, a lot of like we're still like, like I'm a nerd. I'm, I'm guessing you're a nerd too and shit. We're all, we're into fucking trading cards and games and shit. Yeah, you know, and, and finance and shit. You know, we just try not to look like it, but I mean, we're 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 nerd we're nerdy. I mean, it's not a bad thing, man. We're gonna make some money on this shit, but it's like we're we're the nerdy people. We could be the cool nerdy people. We're still nerdy, <laughs> but the original the original people in this fucking industry were fucking nerds. Yeah, nerds yeah, yeah. nerd. I've gone to some Pretty of these crypt, crypto conferences. I don't give a fuck if this is on the podcast or not. Like, like I've been on some of these crypto conferences, and it it is fucking like stereotypically racist. Fucking oh, really? <laughs> how people look. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like it looks like fucking mother. Like you live in your mom's basement. Shit. <laughs> yeah like it's like you know but no, not okay. not saying it like nothing like you can live with your parents i'm not saying that shit but what i'm saying is like the stereotypical thing of like somebody living that that lives in a fucking you know but that's the thing with these early adopting this is the, the like tech in its early phases it's built on people that are into staring at the computer or understanding this this kind of stuff at a deeper level than everyone else and therefore they spend more time on it Oh, so, no, of course. No, of course. I mean, this is just the demographic of it. And so, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And eventually, that's why you know, I think um, a lot of people, and sometimes I see, you know, people say, you know, Bitcoin's the future or these altcoins are going to be, have a future or even NFT or this project's going to be big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. But is that because we're kind of in our little bubble where we see it everywhere mm-hmm. around us? Like is my Twitter account that's following pretty much probably about 50 to 100 different NFT related new sites, projects or followers the stuff that I'm reading every day, is that kind of brainwashing me to believe that this stuff is in the future? Because if I step outside the house, no one, no Stop one knows what NFT or digital land, or even some of them don't even know what VR is, right? I know. But I mean, so, this is, this is the risk we take because you, you have to know, all right, like I, I think Bitcoin and all these investments are going to work because they're accepting them on too many fucking apps, the mm-hmm. cash app, 
Twitter. It's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. I mean, I know, I know this is not fucking like it's, it's all over. There is people, almost everybody knows what Bitcoin is. And that's just mm-hmm. the gate. That's the gatekeeper. Cause the minute you buy Bitcoin, what the fuck's Ethereum? What's Litecoin? What's XRP? Yeah. What's XLM? What's all this mm-hmm. shit. And then mm-hmm. once you get into that, then you're like, wait, there's other coins other than, 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 than these guarded, than these sacred cow, these fucking top 15, 20. What's all this? What's Cardano? What's this? What's that? What the fuck? Oh, Decentraland. <laughs> you know, Decentraland now is on the top fucking 100 page on coin market cap. Now. Yep. Finally, it's not, that's, that, that's what really is. I, I've been watching it, but I was like, this has been on a slow pump. It's like, even if, even though the market cap hasn't really been increasing too drastically, I mean, the, the difference is like $5 million, I think, mm-hmm. but it's been slow. Well, everyone has been losing money to central and is slowly it's, I've, I've been telling people it's been secretly pumping, secretly pumping upwards. And now it's in like the other day it was, it was on the night. I saw it. It was on the 96 spot. Now it's on 99 or a hundred, but it's, mm-hmm. it's staying up what, because pe- what, what funds do and what is what everyone does. We just check the first page. Mm-hmm. And that's, yep. what, that's what most people do. I mean, like, now, like, like I used to look at the everyone would you when, when we're in full alt season 2017 hype phase, we're looking on page two. Page two is the main place where you invest some money, <laughs> at least when, mm-hmm. I, when I was doing it. Page two <laughs> is like, that's where you, you, hey, let's go make these fucking gains. Page three mm-hmm. is like, man, you're really fucking like, you're really out here trying to gamble, man. That's yeah. some, that's some <laughs> shady shit. Know, page three was like some risky shit. And that's, yeah. and then what happened? For me, it was happened? like the, the, the bottom part of page one. That was kind of my safety zone, you know, like where Walton Coin was sitting, sitting pretty. Oh, Walton Coin, <laughs> Golem. Man, that makes me so sad. Did you invest in it? In, not in Walton Coin, but I mean, I almost did. I was, uh, I put some money in Golem because you know, oh, the, yeah. the the, no. the first it was the, we were going to share all the internet or all the RAM processing power of every phone and computer on the planet and sell it to people. <laughs> it I, it sounds like a great if we can do it, sure. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, twenty years, thirty. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, still around. Coin, I have a weird spot for. I have like a love and hate relationship with it because I that was the one coin I truly, truly believed in, right? Yeah. And so I bought it for a dollar and I held on to it for about a month, a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and back then, holding on to anything for like a month, a month and a half for me was like a big deal because I was just pretty much, <laughs> you know, throwing my funds everywhere, bringing it out of here and there. But anyway, the day I sold it, I sold yeah. it for about a dollar twenty. Oh, okay, cool. And dude. The day I sold it, the next day it started to pump all the way up to four dollars, and I was like uh, so angry. And then eventually it hit forty dollars, and I had so much. I had like thirty thousand Walton coins back then. It was a big yeah. part of my portfolio. So wow, that would have been a good myself thinking yeah. a million dollars at one stage. Yeah, I mean the the the, the main thing about there, there's two big things. There's one knowing when to sell, and the other part that's that's like you can kind of figure that out. The, yeah. the the really hard part is knowing when the fuck to sell. Yeah. Well, I already have sell. I mean, went down, you know, sorry, I went to buy, I went to sell. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're both pretty important. Man. You can lose money on both. But I remember um, 2017 was, and 2018 is pretty much, it's drilled into me that you have to have a selling point. Yeah. You have to. That's why with all this digital land stuff, I didn't want to buy and hold anymore. Like those days are over for me. I don't buy and hold and pray anymore. I yeah. buy and sell. Like I make money on the buy. That's why NFTs are so fun because. Unlike Bitcoin, where you have a market price that everyone knows, you know, right now Bitcoin selling at nine thousand three hundred, no one's really going to sell you a Bitcoin for nine thousand, right? Yeah. But with NFTs, um, say the market price is fifteen thousand mana, you might be able to find a seller who's willing to sell like fifty of these lands for ten thousand mana. Each. Right. Yeah, because you're buying, you're buying in bulk. You're doing a bulk deal. Yeah, you're buying yeah. in bulk, and also each each land is worth it differently. 
unlike Bitcoin, where it's all the exact same, right? One Bitcoin yeah. is worth another Bitcoin. You might be able to lump oh. a land in, and then he's just like, all right, fuck it, I'll sell it for that. And then without, yeah, yeah, without, without realizing he gave away 5,000 mana of, of Man. value. Do you know, that's happened so many times to me. That's where I made most of my money, because in the early days, with Decentraland, um, they held a land auction. I don't know if you were part of it. No, no, I um, have not purchased anything. I just was too scared. I just bought mana. And I've been I've been only buying mana for like the past three months heavily. I owned a bunch of it beforehand. I just sold it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, I actually didn't part- participate in the land sale either. I got involved after it. Got it. But but I kind of figured out what was happening because when I got involved, there were just so many people wanting to sell land and also buy land. People like me that were just figuring out what Decentraland was, but. Decentraland did not have the marketplace interface they do now. So if you wanted to actually sell your land, um, remember, this was the time, like end of 2017, December to Jan, Feb 2018, was the time when the crypto market was going down pretty heavily. Yeah. So a lot of these people that had land, they were they wanted to sell desperately, but there was no way to sell it because they didn't have, Decentraland hadn't released this marketplace yet. So the only way to sell it was to someone like me who would take the risk and send you mana first and trust you enough that you'd sell, send the land to me. Oh my God. So there wasn't even no contract or anything. It was just, there was no contract. There was complete trust. And the best thing about it, look to me or to a lot of people that seemed like a very risky thing. In fact, it was a very risky thing, but for me, it was like, well, if I get scammed one out of five times and I'm making money on the other four, I'm happy. I don't care. Right. So, but the, the beauty of it was that people that wanted to sell, they actually didn't have many people to sell it to. It was literally just me that had enough money to risk so that these people that had like 50 to 100 lands, they needed to liquidate their port- portfolio. They're willing to take way under market price to do so. That's crazy to me. I, I would keep that much land. I mean, that's insane. If, if I buy 100 land, I like, I mean, because like humans think in these like round numbers, you know, and it's like 100, 1,000, mm-hmm. 10, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's That seems crazy to me. Like if I had 100 land, I could understand if like I had 121, I would sell 21 mm-hmm. of them. Because I, yeah. I fucking, okay, I overextended myself. But some of these people, well, you think they just purchase all this land out of just like the hype to see if like they can make a quick dollar or something or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they did make money because they were selling land that they purchased for 1,000 mana for 3,000 mana. But it was still under market price, right? Got it. So there were, it was still, like, yeah. when I was buying and selling land, they were worth around six to eight and some even way more depending on where the location was. So a lot of these people were still selling at a profit. But for me, I was like, hell yeah, I'll buy these. I know I can sell this within the next two months for a shit ton more. Yeah. And you were taking a risk too, because you know, the game could have folded or something. So exactly. Exactly. So it was a Sneven trade and they're because they're, they're they, if they bought a hundred land, they probably spent fucking what? $25,000, $30,000. Yeah. So they, okay. they, they got about 90 grand worth of fucking mana. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, there was I, some, I remember some really good deals I did back when, there wasn't that much data on Decentraland land and no one knew what the hell these lands were going for and lands connected to, you know, different places, like whether it be in the center or di- certain districts, or, or, or people or didn't know how much more these are valued at. Or the double roads. Yeah, double double roads, roads or single roads. Like all of these, no one knew anything, right? Because, um, so I remember this one guy, he sold me two lands for 25,000 mana. Mm-hmm. And one of these lands was connected to a single road, which was about 15,000 mana. The other land was connected to a Genesis Plaza, which is the green box that you see. What? Um, dude, that sold for 100,000 mana within like two days. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so people just didn't know. 
and the, but the guy had spent about two thousand mana in the auction getting it, so he made like a four to five x. But yeah. for me, I was like, wait a second, I know I can make a shit ton more on this because because I did all of this buying and selling basically OTC. All of this data was in my head, right? Because no one had had a website that was tracking this land sales yet. So only the people that were buying and selling land on a frequent basis knew the value of that. Got it. So this is reminding me a lot of what's going on in Hex right now, where Hex, everyone's calling it a fucking scam. Mm -hmm. But everyone that's been in this for, like, there's been people that we've we've been waiting for this to be released for over two years now because we've been following Richard for a long time. Because he he was, Mm -hmm. if out of most traders and guys who, like, were giving information on YouTube about pricing and stuff, he was pretty much the most accurate out of everybody. Mm-hmm. He, um, so why is it? Why do people say or attribute some sort of scam with it? Does it have people involved that were part of BitConnect? I think. Wait, say that again. I didn't hear. I said, why? Why are people attributing a scam? Oh, okay, okay. So, so, so the, all right. So he basically, um, he basically like uh, he marketed it like a scam because he's like the scams like because he figured out the whole thing was going on with 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 the pawns, you know, block one. Or not the block yeah. one, but the the one coin token Ponzi. Yeah, yeah, he's coin, the one yeah. that figured that out. So he's saying, how is it so messed up that we're get that all these Ponzi's are like the, the, the he's a marketer. He's like, I know how to market, and we don't we don't market our Bitcoin projects and stuff because we don't know how because none of these people are marketers. They're all they're all just mm-hmm. fucking developers. Yeah. So like he's like, I'm a marketer. I know how to market, but this this is gonna come out looking scammy. But that's how you get it pumped up to, to for people to get in. And then the, the problem is a lot of coins don't have referral programs. You can have a one level. So on multi-level marketing, everybody does the, the first level, which is like if uh, if you refer a friend, we'll give you $10. We'll give you $5. We'll give you mo- this much money for, for getting a referral. That's not illegal. That's every business in the world does that. I mean, Amazon yeah, affi- affiliate links. You know, if you if someone clicks on your link, it, it stays active for twenty four hours. So you get a commission on everything they sell in, within a day, or they buy in a day. So you, that that's that's level one. Where where it gets bad is like you don't want to do the other stuff of the pyramid, but you just do that mm. first the referral the, that first little referral part. So, but because he's he's gotten into a lot of fights with Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin. He was a big Bitcoiner, and then. He, you know, he was one of the people who, who got, you know, he got, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, the creator of Bitcoin Cash to go crazy on stream and stuff. And then, like, he called uh, that was him. That was him. Yeah. He, he like, oh, you know. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. He's, I actually saw that. Yeah. And then, you know, they're actually good friends now. You know, he, he uh, one of the first exchanges, like, no, they, they, they just like. Bcash. Yeah, Bcash. He, he uh, one of the first exchanges that accepted Hex was Bitcoin.com. Great name to All grab. Right. Yeah, and we're on that exchange. We're on a bunch of other ones like Bitcoin. Uh, I mean, heck, originally it was called Bitcoin Hex, and they're just like, we need to drop this Bitcoin crap and just put Hex because just what's a stand because it's it's like the if you have Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin SV, you never will pass the market cap because you're just you're just weight you're just kind of weighed down by the uh, by the name essentially. Mm. You use it you use it to prop yourself up, but then you can't go anywhere from there. Yeah, unless you prove that like Satoshi himself is the you know what I mean. If Satoshi mm-hmm. came back and said like you know what I I honestly really like I really like Bitcoin Cash a little bit better to tell you the truth because I wanted this to be cash. Boom, the return you know, that, that, I don't that, think anyone. Yeah, anyone, no one would accept the return of Satoshi. No, I don't think there's anyone that could claim that they are Satoshi anymore unless. I, I always fig- I always figured like it was gonna be some like the kid or something. He's like, okay, my dad was Satoshi, and he ends up moving the coins. He's like, my dad was Satoshi, but mm, um, I have access to the coins. We're not gonna like that's the only way I could like see it where people were like, whoa, shit, okay. 
and then now the million more coins are in play. But <laughs> I don't. Th- I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I. You know, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories about it. I mean, people have even saying Charlie Lee's, you know, Charlie Lee's fucking, you know, like fucking Satoshi. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, there's that because you have to oh, think dude. he was the he was the first person to make an altcoin that worked. Mm-hmm. He also was like he was one. He made a he made a coin that pretty much copied like a Bitcoin to help out mm-hmm. to help out Bitcoin, and he wasn't attacked by anybody. But like Charlie's an OG Bitcoiner too, and stuff. And there's a bunch of little stuff like that, you know. And who, who knows, you know. And then he, the way he acts, I mean, he acts a lot like you know, kind of Satoshi. He's like, you know what? I don't want the shine. I don't want this. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want. He sold all his coins because mm-hmm. he's like, I, I keep fucking fluctuating the price every time I tweet anything, which is, you know, it's true too. I mean, I have a conspiracy theory that I'm throwing out here. I think personally, <laughs> I've said this on multiple podcasts already, but I think the U.S. government went up to Charlie. And the creator of Dogecoin first. So Dogecoin was the f- the first other kind of like big like so Dogecoin was becoming like the major uh, coin to tip on the internet mm-hmm. because yep. Bitcoin transactions started. You couldn't even even though even though the transactions were cheaper back then, um, mm-hmm. they couldn't be as cheap as like you couldn't t- like one Doge or one Satoshi. You there's still a, a Satoshi of of a of a fee. Mm-hmm. Right, so you, you couldn't really tip. You could tip, but it, it, if the price stayed cheap, but, but as Bitcoin kept going up in price, it, it didn't become viable to, to micro tip. Mm-hmm. So Dogecoin became the coin to, <laughs> to to basically tip people. Well, as this coin got bigger, Jackson, I think his name is Jackson Palmer. Um, I he he took a fucking one eighty, like an instant one eighty. He's not fuck. Doge is just a joke coin. No, I'm not doing this crap. You know. As soon as he oh, really? the, yeah, he, as soon as he started getting uh, media attention, he took a complete mm-hmm. 180. He said, this project's bullshit. I'm not developing nothing. He's like, he's literally like took a 72-foot pole to get the fuck away from Dogecoin. And he's like, Shit. I'm cutting all development. And around that, around a little bit afterwards, th- you know, we started getting to 2017 exploding, right? So literally when he, when he started going online, like he, this was like late 2016, 2017. Then mid-2017 during the bull run, Charlie Lee does the same thing. But he does it. He's like, I'm still staying with the project. I'm selling all my coins. You know, it, it, I think it's just like Charlie had protection with lawyers and everything because he was, you know, with Coinbase at the time. Yeah. Interesting. And, and you know, this is just a little conspiracy theory. I mean, I've heard this. I've heard this, you know, and conferences and stuff I've been to and everything that mm-hmm. they, think, they think they think this is kind of what happened where like Jackson didn't really have any protection. So he just really, he just had to put himself away. He didn't want to get in trouble. And basically people, yeah. a lot of people were getting put in jail. I mean, there's still some blockchain developers from the early days that are still in jail from mm-hmm. the early stuff, you know? So, you know, so, yeah. I mean, he, you know, they he, like, I mean, Charlie still owns Bitcoin. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Bitcoin is that no one can be held responsible for creating it. Yeah, which is right. great. Yeah, but he could like- That's the best thing about Bitcoin. But this is also the problem. What's going on with Bitcoin is that because there's no, it's it's the same thing where like like this is really like I've heard that people say this before on Twitter. So this is I, I'm totally not like this is I'm copying this from something I saw. Uh, Bitcoin, B- Bitcoin and Litecoin and all these coins are like religions. Mm-hmm. And what's going on with Bitcoin is like Bitcoin is like Islam. They don't have a head of state. They don't have a person that's like the Pope. Mm-hmm. Where like Christianity, Christianity has the Pope with 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 Catholicism, but mm-hmm. even though it, even though it's not the head of all the other Christian sets and stuff, mm-hmm. but because whatever however they move, the other ones kind of move in sync. 
mm-hmm. and Bitcoin doesn't have anybody. So this is why like Litecoin, the, the, the whole community is like calmer, nicer. It's it's moving along. We're moving, we're getting shit done. And with yep. Bitcoin, nothing has gone like nothing oh, has true. nothing. Absolutely nothing's happened. Like literally nothing <laughs> like at all for the fucking past two fucking years. Like it's insane. Like nothing, like absolutely nothing. Like nobody can agree on anything and they're all fucking fighting with each other. And they're just like, fuck it. We're just going to stay as a fucking, uh, um, as a fucking uh, store value, which is fine. But yep. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge issue. But as long as, as long as the price keeps going up, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's all we care about. I mean, uh, and that's something like, like, what's his name? Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Richard says is like, all we give, like, everyone's here for the technology, right? And it's like, no, <laughs> everyone's here for the fucking money. That's like, it's it, man. True. And then eventually, eventually from there, then, because once you have some money, you're able to invest in some projects that could really help everything out, but you have to have money first. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the fucking, it's, it's always the square root of everything. It always goes back to that. It's like, we have to have fucking money to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to help people in Africa. We want to help anything. We have to have the fucking money to do anything. I mean, like, nobody works for fucking free. And yeah, yeah. I wonder if Bitcoin might attract a lot more development once it hits like the larger numbers and it doesn't oh, fluctuate as much. Oh, it so will. People that actually, hold it. sorry. Oh, it will definitely. Yeah, because I um, I never really thought there is a, much of a future for Bitcoin until recently, probably about a year ago when I watched um Tim Drape Tim Tim Draper Drape Oh Tim Drape Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was going along. He was saying people aren't really using it as a currency at the moment because it fluctuates too much, which is fair enough, right? You don't want to spend. $10 or something knowing that it could have been $15 tomorrow. Yeah. But the moment it starts to hit like $100,000 or $200,000 of Bitcoin, then the fluctuations aren't going to matter that much because your $10 that you're spending will be like what? $9.90, maybe $10.20. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to swing as hard as it is at the moment. Is, because is, one, is, is, Yeah. And, and I you know, think that's, that's going to be somewhere in the, I like. I think it's probably going to do these crazy. Like, so on the last, so on the last, so uh, when we started this entire bull run, it was a thousand dollars to twenty thousand. So that was a tw- that was a twenty x. Mm-hmm. This time, it could probably be just a ten x because of the, the kind of the law of big numbers. Where yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, so we're talking uh twenty thousand times maybe even five x. Yeah, like, it, it, I I think it's going to be a ten x, but it yeah. could it could stop early. You know, you you don't you never know what what kind of stopped the 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 top was, Bitcoin blocks were so full, and it's kind mm-hmm. of it, it, that's I think that's kind of what stopped it. So with I mean, there's there's a lot, there's a lot of things that they're trying to do atomic swaps with Litecoin and other coins with Bitcoin. So when Bitcoin gets full, they can kind of pass on some of the transactions. Mm-hmm. To, to speed it along or something so that might help that's out easy. or something yeah but i mean i honestly like the the key number we have to look at is fifty six thousand dollars per bitcoin that means mm-hmm. bitcoin has a trillion dollar market cap yeah that's why that's, i think it's gonna be around the 55 50 yeah that might be a point where like when you hit 50 just maybe sells i mean that that's like exactly you know that's that's breaking the fucking religion is you're never supposed to sell a bitcoin but I mean, you need you need fucking mo- you need some money to fucking. <laughs> yep. Need, I mean, I, I not mean, everyone standard to yeah. buy and sell things with. You, uh, I mean, people. If if you have been here for fucking two and a half fucking years, you should already have a, a Bitcoin or two already. Mm. I mean, mm. I'm sorry. I mean, even if you would invest, if you literally were investing like five to ten dollars a day for the past two and a half years, you at least have two Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, this is not even fucking crazy. This is like literally like an hour of work for a fucking minimum wage person a day into Bitcoin and you would have, you would have full Bitcoins. I mean, especially during the fucking like the 3000 Bitcoin range when we were at three K for a Bitcoin. Yeah. You know? But the funny thing is more people will put their money in once it's like 30, $40,000. That's when yeah. they start putting money in. 
the old years the old years will start putting money at 10k and then mm-hmm. the retail is only getting at 20. Once we're so the over- question is uh do you think it's better to ride the bitcoin wave at the start or spread your money throughout some alts and diversify or this is the I, thing that i have with uh, my man mana and land holdings because i'm so nichely you, diversified it's yeah. like what the hell can happen in the nft space you know if bitcoin starts to hit 50 60 000, you um, you're 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 probably going to know the you're probably gonna be the best person to ask about that for at least mana because <laughs> you i mean you're gonna know like when this game releases like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be all eyes on ears on you too because you're the you you know this game better than anybody that i know or even on mm-hmm. for me for YouTubers, there's probably a person that's actually developing and fucking making like clubs and stuff and all kinds of things in the game that knows better, and and or people that are on the secret Telegram groups of Decentraland. Mm-hmm. But you you're gonna know which way the wind's blowing if you start seeing like oh there's more and more people every fucking day. You know which way this is literally your mana will grow faster per Bitcoin than would be in Bitcoin. For me, with Decentraland, this is my growth indicator. If there's any sort of um continual growth in terms of people utilizing the world once mm-hmm. it launches. If people are coming into the world and not really coming back, um, that's an issue. If people yeah. are coming into the world and being like, oh, this is sick, you know, I'm going to come here tomorrow again. We, that's we gotta, we have something that is just inevitably going to grow. You have to add some kind of MMO part of it or something, or at least add another MMO world or something. You have to add more fucking things to it. Because right, I mean, right now yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. Like you hang out, do stuff like that. Um, if they could do contracts or deals with like the UFC or something, or or yeah, be like, yeah. hey, let's let's stream some stuff. It hundred mana, you buy your season pass, mm-hmm. or something. You know, I know that's I know that's how, like you like that actually would be a great deal because you imagine when they actually figure out the prices and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just all the like like what you said in the video the other day of buying some of those early like game like year one release um, collectibles. You know, the masks and everything in the suits, mm-hmm. the T Rex mm-hmm. stuff. Those are going to be worth a lot of money. Because- Dude, I think so too. You know, I I didn't really give a shit about wearables at the moment uh, before, but like. I was doing a bit of research. Did you did you ever play RuneScape? Oh yeah, I played yeah I played RuneScape when I was in middle school. But I mean yeah, I, I know I know all about some of those special hats and everything that people yeah, are just freak out about. The what? Do you remember those party hats? Those blue yeah, pink... the f- they're worth a shitload of money, man. They're worth like two billion coins now, apparently. Yeah, plus. The, yeah, wow. and the, because they were one of the one of the items you could actually you could there were like super special items that you could trade within people that were like Warcraft were like World of Warcraft. A lot of their items, the minute you put it on, you can't take it off. So that's oh, why right. that's why like there's a couple of mounts that like you were able to hold the egg. Mm-hmm. If if you never equipped it, you were able to trade it on the market. That's what made them valuable. Even though they could be some shitty little mounts, but because it was like a mount a mount the dragon for like a level eighty, you were able yeah. to make a shit ton of money on it because it's tradable. That that's kind of the one thing they, they they were just trying to stop that hoarding stuff. Like I understand the whole World of Warcraft part because they lost control of it, but Jax the people who make uh, RuneScape were like, fuck it, man. We're just trying to stay relevant, man. Let's try to help these gold guys out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this party hats, I remember they, they got really famous because, well, back when it was first kind of introduced, I think they were just drops during Christmas or something. Um, but there was a limited amount, right? So eventually when people started to, I guess, you realize that there's not many in supply and actually wearing a party hat meant that you're like the real OG. Yeah. You know, yeah. And there isn't that many items because you can pretty much sculpt anything. I mean, like, because everyone's going to, like, if you, you play RuneScape enough, you'd be able to 99 everything eventually, yeah. eventually right? Yeah. Like, crafting. I mean, everyone 99s, like, what, fishing and fucking um, um, 
smithing smithing and shit smithing and mining right but yeah. i mean dude i fucking like i would go crazy fucking trying to make like because i played for a while when i was younger i was fucking going crazy trying to get like 99 fucking prayer fuck that man oh really fuck <laughs> that dude oh man dude i got so tired of burying bones and shit and then fucking having this <laughs> special cra- dude i told you i'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a guy that was like buying I'm, a million I'm a I'm a millennial fucking gamer, bro. I mean, <laughs> I had a you have to I had to stop, man. Like it mm-hmm. got to like that's why I know games so well and why I know their their addictive properties is because I fucking threw away like two and a half years where like yep. in in World of Warcraft. I mean, I am I pretty much I was getting offers to join teams in Korea as a, as a, as a tank during world uh during a wrath of the lich king that's crazy yeah because i i was like uh because there, there wasn't that many it, most i guess some of the uh, other servers and stuff a lot of people were were uh war- this on nerd this what you see what i mean about the nerdy shit uh <laughs> where like there was a oh, lot of warrior God. tanks and there wasn't there was a, actually a really low amount of druid and paladin tanks on these big on these big guilds and stuff because um, for for some reason they I think they overbuffed paladin tanks so it was okay. super easy so I mean like literally like I was I was able to hold on almost anybody basically and like I mean it basically if, it's it's sort of a thing where like um, when you're a high level high geared tank you are like the most sought after commodity oh shit but, but I never really liked World of Warcraft because it's time sink time sink. look. <laughs> I was a big fan of Warcraft, like Warcraft 3, Warcraft, oh, not Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3, um, Reign of Chaos and Frozen Throne. I loved them games, but the moment it turned online, um, I didn't get into it because I was just kind of pissed that there wasn't single player yeah, campaign yeah. mode. Um, but man, I'm pretty, I played Dota for ages. Really? Okay, cool. <laughs> but I had to ban myself because I work, I work at home, right? So mm-hmm. if I'm, um, Working at home, then there's just such a, it's like, it's like an addiction for me, putting on Dota for a couple of hours and then doing very minimal work. So I just like, just banned myself from playing it. I just deleted the game and I'm not touching it until. You ever play StarCraft? I didn't play StarCraft. No, I didn't. I, I but... played, I, I was playing StarCraft. Like I was playing uh, World of Warcraft so much, but one eventually once you get to the upper echelon, mm-hmm. they, you, all you're doing was raiding. And then basically you got so good at your job that you would actually end up having free time. <laughs> Because you had all the money and everything coming towards you, and you like, you literally would like, you would only be on for three hours, and then you'd, you'd get everything done. Wow! So, and then from there, you would play. Well, I mean, you'd play. A, basically, there's a Dota ripoff in StarCraft Two called uh, um, called Marina uh, Arena. That was just basically okay. a Dota fucking ripoff, completely. But for StarCraft, <laughs> so that's why. That's why I started playing that game, and then I heard Dota, and I started playing Dota, and I was like, oh fuck! I'm pretty much even though the characters are different, the strategies were the same. So mm. it, it translated pretty well, but it. it Dota just, one. Uh, no, mm-hmm. then the newer one, I think. Dota the, two, okay. The, yeah, Dota two, not not Dota, yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fucking crazy. But like that entire thing of like a game within a game within a game is what I think. Mm-hmm. I see all you see all these games we played. We can see all these pieces fitting inside of the central land, and if it's done, mm-hmm. yeah, huge game. This is. I told my brother the other day. This is a game that's one step away from the VR because it's not, it doesn't yep. have that yet. But yet. if they, if, if they can put this in the code where they can keep upgrading the graphics over time or, or add the VR world where you have the classic Decentraland that where the graphics never change on that shit. Yeah. But then you're able to switch out the graphics depending on what you're playing, like on Xbox mm-hmm. or, or PlayStation, it looks different, but on a PC, you can play it classic mode. 
like if you if they can get they can add options for how it looks so you could have a 30 like a 64 bit sort of like minecraft look for people with like lower if you're just if it, yeah. you know all those extra options you can just soft fork in into this game yeah I mean, yeah for it's sure. it, it there's huge potential here i mean it's it's mm-hmm. insane it's just after that it's just people adding stuff to it and then yeah. then developers being like you know what let's release a game on decentraland mm-hmm. and we're gonna get yeah. mana and then yeah, mana's yeah. worth a fuckload. And then you know what I mean? Well, it's like we we made we like a, a game company can be like, we made a hundred million dollars in mana, and that hundred million dollars is now three hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah. And if that's that's good. that's the incentives that's gonna be great. And then I, I I hopefully they like what I what I get, what I get scared of for this game, uh, this is super long term if it all works out, is that that billion the one billion um one billion I mean two billion market cap. Of, of mana they may get tempted to increase it because so many people are holding so much mana oh you mean the uh supply the supply the supply cap yeah i don't think they can right contractually it's just set in a way where you can't increase it more to more than two i i don't know that's why i asked i'm not sure that's mm-hmm. why i got i got scared of but i mean this is this is super long term like right now they're holding they have another billion ready to go so it, it doesn't matter yeah. so we're, we're a-okay nothing nothing wrong there but mm-hmm. that's that's a huge thing you know yeah. yeah, I think they had this uh, in, this uh, concept of introducing inflation every year, but then that got voted to yeah. not happen. So they kind of canned that. Yeah, that, um, that's the worst thing to do during fucking a bear market. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you never do that ever, man. Like, you, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, well, you don't need to introduce those mechanisms until you have actual gameplay and people actually using the coin, or else. Yeah. Why? Why you? Why would you introduce any sort of inflation or deflation? So the same. No the same thing Mana's doing. Is what is what uh, Cardano is doing right now. Where the people who know how to use Cardano very well are in open beta staking mm-hmm. the coin, and it's working very well. That's another big. That's another big coin. I'm actually starting to put a lot more money into now. Where I'm like, I'm um, exiting out of like. Um, once I see what where uh, ETC is going, I'm gonna move a lot of that money into uh, Cardano and more into Mana. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just because I see over the next, um, I feel like we're not gonna get a really big hype on. Uh, on Decentraland until I would say maybe a little bit after the first week of, of February. And then- I think, to be honest, I, I think there needs to be some serious momentum in development on Decentraland. You think so? Okay. In, in terms of uh, like stuff to do, like you said. And yeah. it's only recently I started sharing like that club and there's a pyramid thing that I know a really good game company I'm working on. I know some districts are going to release some things, but the moment you start to get maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 gaming developer teams continuously working on things and sharing things and then i know decentraland are going to have like a featured page where they're going to feature like the, the best things to do for the day mm-hmm. in decentraland and then there's, there's some discoverability in what the hell's going on in decentraland can you tip um, can you tip in the game can you like oh wow can you like uh give one player one mana just because avatar to avatar avatar to avatar i'm not sure i don't think so not yet but you can you can click out to open and buy stuff Got it. Um, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, because because hmm. yeah, but the whole concept is to be able to do that, right? To yeah. tip and to transfer money within the game or the platform. If, if, if have you ever listened to this podcast? I mean, this uh, YouTuber called uh, what's called uh, he's pretty much the biggest YouTuber for crypto. It's uh, what's called a uh, finan- financial podcast or what the hell is his name? Um, Jesus, there's so many, man. I mean, I actually don't listen to many podcasts. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a YouTuber, post. the Modern Investor. I've heard of him. Yeah, so he had this whole series on how to invest in art, mm. and it 
so you should you, because you like collectibles. You should listen to those. Look, uh, if you go on his page on YouTube, I highly recommend this because this is right up your alley. This made me think of you actually. Because when I heard this, I thought of Decentraland, and then that made me think of you because that's all I was listening to on Decentraland. <laughs> Which and yeah. he, so the way he broke it down, it was like so when he was talking about all these pieces and stuff, right? I was just thinking like because when, when before that, I never knew as much about art. Like I had no one ever explain it to me like that because you know art is kind of like wine where it's kind of fucking like stuck up, right? Mm-hmm. So. I didn't know that artists, they, they, they usually do like one big like art piece, right? They do a big art piece, like the Mona Lisa, right? You make one Mona Lisa, but then that artist makes 88 versions of a different Mona Lisa or a different sort of like um, ensemble of the same picture. So he would make like a hundred copies and then they would sell a hundred copies, but you still would have the original, but those hundred copies still sell for a lot of money. So mm. I was thinking like, can you imagine what artists, if you were able to get anything popping, you would just like make a fucking photo that says like central end since day one bro it's so stupid but like you would you would put you would go to all the galleries and say hey um, i'm gonna put these all these pictures in all these in all these places right and you just set it to not, to 100 right so all the galleries would have the photo but they would all only be able to sell 100 and then what you say is like for all the all the photos that sell or for all the photo, you know we'll pay you like i'll set it to 100 mana you would just get 10 percent commission sure mm. shit i mean just for hanging up for wall space and that's yep. why that made me think of Decentraland, how like eventually there's going to be a lot of people that are just making money, making art and just post, putting it because you said it the other day, putting it on these clubs and stuff. Because like the music sounded dope when, when you when you were walking through there. Dude, I was like, wow, that's the most sick. funnest thing. That was the <laughs> Once like three or four of us in there. It's sick. Dude, the disco ball and everything and all the fucking neon lights. I was like, holy, if they show yeah. that, it, what that's what they need to show is like, welcome to Decentraland. And then, bro. Right. But this is the development momentum we need people that can actually use the sdk to make cool shit like that bro that was sick i was like because that's what i mean that's what like you use sex you use sex and even though it's not sex but you use energy like i like club energy to mm. fucking pump it out and yeah. pump my bags and uh <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's about nah <laughs> yeah yeah no i know but uh but then you know because because once you because once you make some big money on this you're, you're gonna be pretty loyal to the game because you made all this money to it obviously right well, and i want to like more of a well you know uh barry silbert's on in decentraland or DC yeah yeah, yeah. Group. yeah um their whole goal like they've got like this vc firm set up to basically fund decentraland projects yeah um, specifically set set up to fund decentraland projects um so yeah. that's where i want to be too once if this pops off then basically if that manner, that. Manner, anything, you could use that to fund projects that are coming on on top of decentraland that i know or feel that will be anything um because i've seen some businesses yeah entire businesses or even like little games i can see like you know treasure hunts where people charge people 0.05 ethereum to enter and you can win prizes you can like hunt around for i don't know god's unchained chests or cards or maybe even find a land in there or whatever you have as a yeah. prize pool casino but, land casino yeah, land. whatever anything there's but, a um, co- there's a coin i've been watching for a long time called um Funfair? Have you ever heard of it? It's about the same. Yeah. Everyone, everything got to do with casinos and gambling. Yeah. Fun- like the first coin that comes Yeah. Well, Funfair is, a lot of people don't know this, that coin, it's it's people people who made that coin are super Bitcoin OGers. They, they, if you look back on some of the old videos of like the original conferences they had in 2011 and 10 for Bitcoin, they're one of the original booths, shitty little booths, right? This says Funfair or something, right? So obviously, like, the, most projects have failed. 
and yet it's still it's 2020 and these guys are still around still pumping out and the coin still has some ball even though it's like super micro cap it's the people behind it are they've got deep pockets so yeah. if, if any if, if they can if they can make a little mini casino inside a decentraland if they allow it obviously and that could be a huge mm. money maker you know well that's the whole concept of decentraland be a platform to get basically everyone on one platform and you know spend money amongst each other use nfts amongst different games because you know there's a whole interoperability thing now where yeah. you can use the same nft you can like different games can have the same different values for that nft that you own yeah um, and there's things going to be a big they also have to address the whole thing of like when what eventually like because you're eventually you're going to run out of like of um, these techie you know um, early bitcoiners or not bitcoiners early you know crypto guys right which is like me and you Mm-hmm. And then you have to start getting eighteen-year-olds and nineteen-year-olds. Yep. How are they going to earn? Because like they're they're st- and most like it's a lot in the beginning, right? Like if they buy twenty dollars of mana, a lot of these kids are going to be like they're going to make some good money for their age. They're going to be like they, twenty dollars of mana. They forgot about it. They're going to be ton. Those stories are what's going to blow up um, Decentraland. I think it's like yeah, I, I bought twenty dollars of mana. And I, yeah, I only use like $10 and 15 cents of it. But then I look back and like, what the hell? You know, like I have $500. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. The is, you know, that's, those stories are going to help out a lot. But eventually, um, how, how are they going to put games, things where like people can make money in the game for, mm-hmm. because of the, how these, because it's still technically, because it's a game. You know what I mean? It has, you have to be, you have to, there has to be ways in it for like players that don't have money to earn mana. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the only problem. Like, but until that, I mean, that's that's a more of a medium term problem. But mm-hmm. that that's going to be a serious medium term problem because that's that's where a lot of games have trouble with is that eventually it, the game like games that are, that are free to play are pretty much become pay to play. Yeah, and, that's true. yeah, that's and true. that's that's that could be a hiccup. But I mean, that's not going to happen until a like trillion to market caps. I mean, billion to market caps. So yeah, a okay on that, but. <laughs> <laughs> like can you imagine that shit? You, like eventually you just buy yourself a loft like once this game's popping and shit just invite people to parties and shit It'd be like 100 mana to get in bro come on yeah, <laughs> yeah the coolest like, art yeah the and cool- like the number one art pieces and all this kind of cool shit yeah I, I got, the land i got tempted to buy was a uh, what was it um it was that special it was a special uh mansion that was called like um caesar's mansion oh uh, caesar's palace bro oh. i was that shit was so- yeah, it would look so sick, dude. I love it, dude. I was like, oh my god, this is such a fucking bachelor baller pad. Yeah, yeah it's but then such it, a good land. Such a good, that's such a good land, dude. That's the kind of land where you could like, come on, let's go. Just oh, it's actually, the guy that sold it, he was a pretty big believer in Decentraland. But then when they went, uh, when they kind of mentioned that they were not going to go VR, he kind of gave up and he's moved to Somnium Space, which really? is like another VR platform. Yeah. Well, we- sad, but... VR is going to be big, but... Um, VR will be big, but come on, man. Like, one person out of 200 people actually use VR. Yeah, you know? it's, it's not... people do you know that have it? I know. Eventually, VR, you need, VR is going to take over. even more with blockchain. You're going to get no one. I, I literally think Decentraland is the step before VR. It's going to be yep. the closest we're going to get, and eventually we're going to get the VR, but it's going to be the sort of thing where they're, they're going to integrate VR into it, but... It's not going to be Ready Player One. Ready Player One is like what people want VR to be, but it takes so much inter- You have to have wax. You have to have all these exchanges. You have to have all this yeah, thing. Yeah. And then you, so this, I feel like Decentraland is going to build all this stuff and the developers from Decentraland eventually will go on to make the game that will be like a Ready Player One. But all these game studios got to get their shit together and be like, okay, I guess we're sharing IP mm-hmm. it's to, for an open world so we can all make tons of money. 
yeah, or yeah. some yeah where like apple doesn't all control it and stuff you know <laughs> yeah and everything masses even give a shit about decentralization you know like if tomorrow apple says we're gonna make a well actually facebook they released their virtual reality world or they're going to um so i don't think like 99 percent of the people that use facebook they don't care that the fact that everything they put on facebook's being tracked they'll still use it so it's really interesting to see how much decentralization will actually appeal once uh you know you have to grow it beyond just us tech nerds yeah um so a lot I, to watch, man. Yeah, I did have a question. So because this is dollar cost crypto, I, I always ask this question to all the guests is how do you personally invest? Do you do you do like a weekly buy, daily buys or how, what's your buying strategy? Or do you just buy Bitcoin and then move the Bitcoin to other stuff? Or do you do like direct to like credit cards on exchange or something? Or I don't know, like how do you how do you uh, how do you buy crypto? So my uh, revenue that I get from buying and selling land Mm-hmm. I split that up to say 20%. I'll withdraw like whatever profit I make, say I make $5,000 on a, on a land flip. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll withdraw 20% in fiat immediately. I'll um, put 20% of that in Bitcoin, put 20% in Ethereum, and then I'll do whatever I want with the other 50, 60%. Got it. Um, I in gotta, most I, cases, I'll, I'll leave it in mana. Yeah. Or if I feel like it, I'll buy some other coin that I might think might do something good. But I think that's the only way to be somewhat stable. Um, yeah, but ideally, before the next bull run, I'd like to have some a good amount of Bitcoin and Ethereum, and Mana. That's the yeah. goal. I, 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 you know, this is just me personally, but I would, I would also, this is you know not financial advice, you know, but like I would, my strategy right now is a, I, I personally buy daily myself mm-hmm. because of the way my business works, I always get a lot of cash, so I'm able to, I'm able just to funnel money into into projects and stuff. So I just do like a, a daily set buy into Bitcoin. Cool, I have my Bitcoin. Now I have my I have my Litecoin. Cool, and then from there I I I, uh, I decide on a on a certain amount per per day of what I buy of these other coins. So it's it, this, this strategy has actually helped me out a lot because I've been able, been able to buy during a lot of the big dips mm. consistently. This is why like my portfolio is doing pretty well because I bought Litecoin very cheap. I bought Bitcoin very cheap. I was buying three thousand dollar Bitcoin. Full bitcoins, yeah. and that helped me out a lot. I mean, really, like, I guess, I, yeah, it, it really, yeah, where there's a lot of people that that are they're just timing it, and that works. I mean, I understand too why people time it because they already if, if you already have been in the market for five six years or um, three four years, you have serious money. You know, like mm-hmm. I understand why people don't want a dollar cost average because like you, but crypto rules and and stock rules were were, were the same but were different worlds where like mm. stocks consistently go up you know over time and and they all go down sort of on a crash as yeah. long as you're choosing good companies but crypto everything's so correlated together when when bitcoin goes down everything else goes down mm-hmm. so it's a different strategy where like you just maybe you want to be always kind of buying during those t- those times and stuff where people they're just trying to get that perfect price and then that because they're chasing that perfect price or like no there's going to be a thousand dollar bitcoin a thousand dollar bitcoin you missed out on three thousand dollar bitcoin and then now you're buying a five thousand dollar bitcoin and now you've mm. just and that because you bought a five thousand that put me to six thousand well thank you very much i just doubled my money yeah yeah well it is probably the best strategy to do like the ladder buying or ladder selling yeah i um, mean I, yeah. The, w- one of the best ogers told me it was like once you get to a certain point, let's just say uh, we get to twenty thousand, and you make a little sale there, right? He told me every, every depending on this market or whatever. But let's just say what he was doing was he was selling every every time Bitcoin went up a thousand, he would sell ten percent of his portfolio. 
Mm, that's it, man. That's that's a really good way to do it. Yeah, ten thousand, ten thousand, ten thousand, um, and then from there, he, he said uh, that was just Bitcoin. But his his alts, where that's everybody's mm-hmm. kind of like you can do the same thing on the alts, but the alts pump all in different times a lot of times. Even though they're going up, they they still haven't done the monster, you know. Mm. Up, yeah. Well, for me, it's uh, you know back in the day, I never used to sell anything. Pretty much hold till yeah. Me too. I don't know when. <laughs> you really have a selling plan, but now uh, I have um, quite a lot of my coins are already have sell orders. You know, like yeah. I've got a bunch of mana that I've got currently sitting at four hundred satoshi. I'm hoping that you know it sells at eight hundred, one thousand, twelve fifty, and I've already got sell orders. Not a lot, but at least yeah. at least it's there. Yeah. So that if any of these coins go up, and I have a bag of everything pretty much. Oh, that's good. The top twenty or top thirty. Um, yeah. EOS just and in case. Cardano. I think that's everything, man. Th- those uh, Tezos. I, I st- recently started buying a little Tezos as well because I think they're, like they're going to release some projects on Coinbase because like te- mm. Tezos is pretty much like Coinbase's baby. So they're really? yeah. So they might release a little. I don't know. This is what, EOS too. EOS has got a lot of money. Cardano is more of the black horse, but it's it's doing the most work compared to everyone else. So mm-hmm. th- yeah, these are like some little coins and stuff like I feel like big money's behind them and they're going to succeed. So these are great coins. After that, everything else is kind of more of a gamble. Like, like same thing. Man is not much of a gamble because I see they're putting the work in and there's mm-hmm. tons of development. There's actual project, you know, like product, you know, people are going to play something where like a lot of these other cryptos, like, uh, you know, like a regular person, like, sure. Yeah. Like um, they have like a hundred bucks to buy something. You know, yeah. do you know what's happening with Nano? Do you remember Nano? Oh, uh, Nano. Nano. Yeah, yeah, I remember Nano. Yeah, with Ryblox, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what's going on with it right now. Uh, I feel like I feel I like a lot. Of... It's seventy cents now. It used to be forty dollars. Uh, I think so. Yeah, um, I I feel like uh, Chainlink took a lot of their thunder. Ah, uh, true. In terms but of the different projects, right? They're different, completely different it's projects. Different. Chain, chain yeah. like chain like's just a project where like it's basically kind of like uh like the simplest ways to explain it is like atomic swaps between mm-hmm. so it basically helps blockchains that aren't aren't compatible be compatible or something so it's mm-hmm. it's sort of like just like it's like a coin to trade between each other or something yeah yeah but i haven't gone to I'm, i have not invested in that coin or any of the or any of those other coins like uh like i really thought you ever remember you remember this coin called lobby Sure do. Yeah, I, for a while. I was in there a long time. I I, I ate a fucking bag of shit on that one. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. Oh, I, held, I, I held forever, and I kept in contact with their uh, with their fucking Telegram, and They're I was even doing some good stuff. Yeah, They're just not getting the public. They they, they I I sold all my I I why well, I, I sold beforehand, but I just kept watching it because I was like, this project's going to be good because they're doing work, and they mm-hmm. they changed their name to like something pretty dumb too. But <laughs> like Tobby or oh, t- 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 yeah, and then they out of nowhere. Uh, I check back on the Telegram, and then the Telegram's gone. Oh really? Yeah, that's uh, that's oh, what that's what spooked me about it, and I was like, all right, I haven't Ooh. followed it since. But that that was really weird. Like one day, Are you sure? Yeah, very sure. Did- I, I looked around oh. everywhere. I kept clicking on the, um, all the links and stuff, and I wasn't finding the Telegram. I don't know what happened, but that was really strange. Um, that's what really. I think they used to do like video updates and yeah, but it just disappeared. I mean, I haven't. I'll check. I'll check. I'll check in the you know when I'm you know outside the podcast. I'm I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, that was really mm-hmm. weird. That that's yeah. I used to, I used to have this coin called uh, Metaverse ETP. Okay, I never. I, them? No, I I never. I don't know that coin. And they don't know it. No. So Metaverse ETP. Do you, do you follow Philicon? Oh, like yeah, Philicon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I love that guy. Might be a bit controversial, but <laughs> I love I like his TA. Right. Yeah. 
Um, so he used to buy and sell a lot of coins. And back then he didn't have that many followers. And he was following a coin called Metaverse ETP at the time. Hmm. Um, and he was kind of shorting it and selling it. And he's like, oh, it's doing really well in terms of volume. And I found it because of then, because of him talking about it. And I learned that the guy, I think his name was Eric, um, the guy that was running the project. Yeah. He was like one of the co-founders or something to Neo. Mm, got it. He was supposed to be doing something similar, but it was supposed to be going after businesses and creating a blockchain for businesses. And he had a few projects coming out and all this kind of stuff going on. And they, they went pretty hard to about three to four dollars. Um, I think it was a couple hundred million market cap. It wasn't that much, yeah. but um, but now again, it's like going back down to twenty or thirty cents. And I had a bit of that, and I had a bit of Wabi, and I kept um, kept up with them, interchanging yeah. between the two. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. The best the best thing it, I ever did in my old the, the altcoin craze was to sell my fucking Neo before I lost everything. Jesus, Neo. Dude, Neo went up high. I mean, I think I, think I, I bought at fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's risky. Yo, you bought at fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. I just felt stupid. It went to fifty. It went to fifty. It went to hundred. Cool. And then it went back down. And then I was just like, oh, it's going to twenty. I bought a little bit, and I was like, oh, it's going back down. And then I just sold. I sold in like the 30s or 20s or something and i'm glad i never bought that because when i checked and then i bought some back like when i saw that five like was it five dollars or ten dollars and then it went back down and i was like oh, okay i'm out of this fucking garbage ass process <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you know, was my first one, man. that's the first thing that's that's the first place i put my money in and went up with neil like three to four yeah with neil really okay cool yeah my in 2017 yeah may I was watching the coin go from $1 to $3 to $4 and I was just getting really angry because I was trying to get approved to the Chinese exchange that they were on. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Got it. And they weren't approving my my thing. So by the time it went to an Australian exchange, it was like six bucks. Fuck. Yeah, I know what you mean about that. Like fucking just to, just to get a fucking, um, a, uh, what do you call it, a Binance account and stuff was insane. Like I just got, people were selling Binance accounts for $1,000. Way. Yeah, because during the well, because you know, if, if you didn't have an account, so they, they set it up so with big with some money in there too and stuff. So you would, uh, I think they they set it up so you could get like twenty five Bitcoin out in terms of uh, more, they set the whole account. Oh, right. They set up they set up the account so they're ready to go for some traders. So they of course mm. and then they charge a good markup on top. You know, for those accounts where you know they were like, hey, you know, twenty five grand. You know, but you can you can take out twenty five. BTC worth of you know money without KYC or whatever at the time. Yeah, yeah. So it was crazy, man. Yeah, it was cr- it was crazy times, man. And we're going right back to it, man. It, like, who who knows, man? But like, I mean, I really do think so, man. I I feel I feel it. Like the twenty k is a magical number, man. And they're they're, they're not gonna shut the fuck up about it, and it's gonna launch, man. I just the the question is, is it gonna go over? Is is the bull run gonna stop at fifty six k? If it mm. if it keeps going, it could go to eighty k because like everyone. Well, I remember when when during the the tippy top of the the bull market, at least when the people I was following on Twitter at the time, everyone thought a hey, a good time to sell would be probably take let's take some profits at thirty five thousand, mm. <laughs> you know, and it was like eighteen k or take some profit because because most people didn't even try didn't really even get their full Bitcoin until they got like like they they bought at fifteen k. A lot mm. of people didn't. Buy, I mean, really. I mean, some people bought a 10k, you know, some earlier. But like, when when the hype got really crazy, where everything was going up, Ethereum was like 800 dollars. I mean, insane. Like my brother, my brother who who hates fucking investing, fucking lucky asshole. Every time I tell him about investing, by the time I bitch and moan about him enough, he buys in. He's like, oh, this shit's stupid. He sells in profit, and then like, just like I'm over here waiting like a dumbass forever. <laughs> 
he sold it. He bought Ethereum at like I think a hundred bucks. Sold at like seven hundred or eight hundred. Oh, I was like, oh, you lucky, That's... you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, making an eight x. That's the funny thing about crypto. It's never enough. Like you could be a hundred x, and you'd probably still be holding on to. Yeah, because your dreams kept getting on. your dreams kept getting bigger. Instead of just like having a nice weekend or not a nice. Weekend. I think most people that have some crypto probably have like five hundred bucks in. Or a thousand dollars in, and they're like, "This thing is either taking me to a million dollars or nothing." <laughs> Damn, dude, five hundred dollars is not enough. You think? I'm like, I remember when I was really getting into it uh, during twenty. I I knew about I knew about Bitcoin for a long time, but um, I just didn't mess around with it. I mean, I just everyone heard about the you know the you buy mm-hmm. drugs on you know that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I was like, man, I ain't getting trouble for that shit. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I did. So so when I bought some Bitcoin in um. I think like uh, what was it? Probably whenever the Coinbase app came out. When, when was that? 2016, 2017? I wasn't even part of the crypto scene then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, when I was buying, we just bought something like a couple hundred bucks, nothing crazy, right? And um, the other prices just started going up and everything. And then it's just anything you would buy, it would just go up. It's, it's yeah. just, it's like you, you get, but you know, the thing, this is one of the major problems that happens is like, especially for a normal person, like, I, I, I mean, I bet, I bet you, you invested a good amount into mana, but you've grown your mana substantially mm-hmm. because, because you've known all these, you, you, you become a master of these niche market mm-hmm. and you, you trade it. So like, I'm not counting your pockets, but let's just say you had a Bitcoin's worth of mana and then you've, mm-hmm. you've been able to grow that into like multiple, multiple Bitcoin worth of mana. And then now you've, because you've had two and a half years or two years to yep. accumulate the same thing with me. Like we've had this long time to accumulate. The, the problem is, is like where people get hurt is what did you, most people don't have fucking $5,000 laying around. You can, you can accumulate mm-hmm. $5,000 in crypto pretty easily after a couple of months. But in, yeah. but in one, in one month when this thing's like booming like crazy, how the yeah. fuck are you, this is what, how people got in trouble with the, with the credit cards. Like mm. you, you have to like on all these. I feel this is why I feel so bad for the kids because I remember when I was like when I was going crazy. I these stupid ideas. I I was like, and people don't talk about this shit because people are ashamed of this because you know they, they were saying like I was remembering like I was like um, I think Litecoin was getting to like over a hundred dollars or something. It was like a hundred bucks. So I was like, man, if I like because at the time because you you don't you don't know what how much money is, is is a good amount of money at the time. You're like, man, if I had like. My, if I can just get the thirty Litecoin, man, I'll be pretty set and stuff. Because once you know, Bitcoin's going with one Bitcoin, I'm over here. I'm over here, okay. And once this reaches like a hundred thousand dollars and everything, you know, I'll make a good amount of you know. But it's like twenty LTC is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What is that going to go to? You know, twenty L twenty LTC. Go if if you have sure if Bitcoin went to a million dollars, it's going to be a lot of money. Sure, it's, it'd be like you know, it'd be like what thirty thousand a piece or something. But mm-hmm. but. You know, it, but that's what I'm trying to say is like most people, like these kids are like, they were probably just doing like a hundred dollars a day and that's all they could do, you know, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. not an, it's, that's the problem is it's not enough time. You know, you have to give yourself that. That's why like the most important time to be buying is during like this bear market because less competition, better prices. And then the importance of time, like that's a big thing in my podcast is the doll. That's why I call it dollar cost crypto because you, with a small amount of money, you're able to accumulate a large amount of cash that you're able to leverage to do big, you know, outsized mm-hmm. returns for yourself and then not just that i mean most kids don't even know this like like most kids couldn't save any money anyway like they they suck at it like um and like everyone just thinks in hundreds but you kids if, if you just if literally if you were just to save 20 dollars a day 10 dollars a day for the next five years 
it's it's an insane amount. I mean, it's a really good amount of money. I mean, I don't know, you know, what money, what currency you use, but like most people aren't really making that much money. You know, like tops, like a kid, a kid out of high school, if he gets lucky and stuff, gets a good, okay job. You know, if he doesn't go to college or whatever, he's making like fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, which is crazy, mm-hmm. crazy good money for an eighteen year old. That's yeah. really that's really good money. You know. And, you know, what's he doing partying and stuff, right? But but by the time he ends up, like, you end up fucking wanting, like, I need to get my money straight. You've wasted mm. all those early years. And then now you're, like, 25, 27, 28, like, trying to figure everything out. You know? Or yeah. Like, well, you, well, yeah. But, but you know, and you have to have fun, too. I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking, like, I'm not crazy or nothing. I know you everyone's got to do their life and everything. But $10 a day, two, three years. You know, you have like, you know, by the time you're 25 or 27, you know, got 15K, it's nothing. But if you have it in a market growing, you know, that 15K mm. doubles and all that time, especially if you had it in crypto, you know, $3,000 in crypto over two years, six grand, which is probably already doubled for you. So the person, your person would have like, what, like 15K? They, there's no way they would have saved that money, you know? And then now that 15K, if everything goes good, that's a 10X if we're lucky. With Bitcoin, yeah, if, they, sure. if, they, if, they, yeah. if they invested everything safely or even a 5x, that's mm-hmm. 150,000 to a 75,000. Now, you have now the person when they cash out, they have money in order to make a move in their, mm-hmm. in their life where they can inc- uh, do a, a, a business or pay, get a down payment on a house, and then, and then they're, now they're in even a better position on the next run to accumulate mm-hmm. more cash because they've taken like you know i mean that's one of the biggest things it's, there's some people that are lucky enough that they live in the you know the midwest and with an okay job and they'll they'll make enough money on crypto where they don't pay rent for the rest of their life they'll own a house mm-hmm. where like you know i mean i live over here in california like good luck to you sir without a million dollars yes oh there's different different places yeah i think it's just one of those things you just learn while being in the market you know at the start you're young and hungry you spend your money wherever you want or you want that quick win Mm-hmm. This whole like dollar cost averaging that type of mentality doesn't really kick in until you realize that you need some sort of a plan or strategy. Yeah, to like yeah. Uh, there wasn't even any apps and stuff. Like when I was, like, I remember when I when I turned eighteen, um, mm-hmm. the in order to start a brokerage account, the minimum amount of money you needed was five to seven thousand dollars. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, to, just to buy stocks, not even not even you know, a reti- a, a, not in a four hundred one k. If you just wanted to buy stocks. Nobody would talk to you unless you had five or seven thousand dollars, and then now you know you have, you have uh, uh, what's it called? Like you have Betterment, you have Acorns, you have um, you can buy fractional reserve shares in Robinhood, mm-hmm. even on the ca- cash. I just checked on the Cash App. On the Cash App, you can buy you can buy a dollar of Disney. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. I mean, that's, that shit adds up. Even though it's not a lot of money, but the, the it builds. It builds like proper, um, like proper, um, like it, it builds these uh, these tendencies mm. to accumulate, and then as your income increases, it just becomes you start doing these gigantic chunks, and then all you need is a little bit of gains on them, and it grows into huge money, and then now you have now a, a kid at twenty one might have the fifteen thousand dollars he needs to fucking try to see if they can do their dream of doing something, mm. you know what I mean? And then if if you fail at it, oh well, but at least the fucking you you were you had the balls to try. Yeah, but and then yeah. most people don't have the money to even try to do their dream. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's hard to save in age, especially in Australia. Yeah, it's I quite mean, and the mentality in this generation is more like spend money on Uber or or everything game, yeah. random stuff. Kids don't even drive cars. People don't even drive cars anymore, man. Interesting. It's weird. Yeah. I, I, everyone's just Ubering everywhere, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. 
That's true. I knew people that were taking Uber to work and then Uber back. And I was like, why would you spend? What? You're going to work, right? You're, you're going somewhere to earn money, but you're spending Uber to get there. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Man. Uh, anyway, hey, man, I, I got to run. I have to run off to the gym. Oh, no problem, man. Same, uh, probably same here. It's like fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was really good talking to you. I would love to have another talk with you about land and kind of like flipping and stuff because I've, I've wanted to get into that, but I know the prices have gone a lot higher now. But, yeah. Yeah. So I know it's going to be, it's a lot harder now because it is harder, but with new projects, there comes new opportunities. So for me, it's always been about finding something and then realizing it's a gold mine and then mining the shit out of it and Dude. then realizing that it's going to, it's going to finish or that sort of amount of opportunity is going to finish at a certain time yeah. and then kind of wait for another opportunity. So that's just how I've kind of lived my life for the last seven years, <laughs> waiting keep- for something to come up. I, same here, man. I mean, I've just been waiting. I've been waiting for something like this for a long time. I, I'm just mad at myself. I didn't find it sooner. Mm. But anyway, it, there's always there's always time for other things. Like there's yeah. Bitcoin, obviously, and there's land and decentralized land, and who knows what else will pop my way. Yeah. Well, you have a good night, man. Thank you so much. And then um, I'll I'll have you this, too, man. I'll have this posted a little bit later to, uh, tonight. Okay. Of course, of course. All right, brother. Just have give, a good one, man. No problem. Okay. Bye. Right. See you, man.